brothers been my brothers, man. You niggas ain't no kidding me a fact. Whoa, yeah, you heard about me. You don't know me more than that. Yeah, I know I, hey, hey, yeah. Hello, everyone. We are recording this pod Friday evening, which is my favorite time to record pods. And I'm here with someone who we've who's made a lot of noise early in this year already. Uh, you've already heard from him this week, but we had to bring him back for the real thing. Bill Stevenson, how you doing? <laughs> good, to see, good to hear your voice again, you know? Doing great. Yeah, so you're still... Poor little Jameson Ginger Ale. Great. Yeah. That's a staple. Yeah, you, you put me on to yeah, Jameson I mean, Ginger Ale. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I've liked Samson's in real for in a minute. In yeah, a minute. I think you even. I, I think Jameson. I my. I'm sipping it out of the. Uh, I'm sipping it out of the uh, Sunday Funday favor, actually. Oh, nice. Good for oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I think it was the my really only experience with Jameson. My first experience with Jameson was OU sophomore year with uh. Connor Spears. Yeah. Were you there that time? <laughs> if there was Jameson involved, probably. Yeah, that's how I feel. Okay. Yep, and I think it's it's been a sordid affair ever since. Well, I'm glad to have you aboard, man. How you doing? How you feeling? You recovered from great. draft I want, weekend. I, I do want to shout out these Yetis real quick. Mm. Like this is probably this is probably the best league favor we've ever gotten. They're um, very solid. These are these will last years to come. Oh, for sure. I uh, and I'm sure Yeti, our sponsor, will be thrilled for that plug. We'll, we'll do that organically, Bill. Yeah, should we? Yeah, can we shout out uh, Dollar Shave Club? Yeah. What else? What else C- we got? Certainly, Expedia would be an, another one you hear all the time. But uh, yeah, they are great. I've I've used uh, I use it for tea actually in the mornings. It's also great. Not only is it great for keeping <laughs> drinks cold, it cre- keeps drinks warm too. Keep, so yeah, that's uh, true. It's great. Uh, yeah, great, great. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to show appreciation to that. Amen. Well, you know, it's, I'm all about showing appreciation, and and in that vein, Bill, how are you feeling about the draft? What were what were your thoughts on? We won't not necessarily your team. We'll get to that later, but just Blackhawk as a location, the area, the activities, what we got up to, and then we can transition into some thoughts for next year. Yeah, I loved it. I loved every minute. I'm I'm a new fan of craft. Oh you know, man, you fell in, in love from the. I really felt it was like love at first sight, really. And I was just kind of infatuated with it. I mean, but, I just uh, yeah, it was just fun watching everybody be degenerate gamblers, you know. Like it was cool. I remember Gert uh, hit fucking royal flush on, on a <laughs> video poker for like twenty five cents. And honestly, here's a little foreshadowing. I think that's like your Jeff Wilson pickup. <laughs> I, would, I would I would put that in the same vein. Like we'll put twenty five dot twenty five cents on it, but you're not gonna win the league, you know. But uh. <laughs> That's a good segue. I mean, it was a. Uh, I gotta say, like gambling. Um, I feel like my subconscious like always kept me away from gambling because it was kind of like a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, or like you don't feed yeah. some. You don't. Do you, feed... do you? Are you? Have you ever like tried to let loose and like really that, went for it? You know. That's the thing. I've never gambled more. I gambled more on that trip, like cumulative hours than up to my life combined at a like really no obviously How much did you lose? uh i lost did you lose a lot? no i lost 77 so i it wasn't bad but um <laughs> how much did you gamble like 600 i had 600 on oh, the table. Okay. okay yeah 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 okay um so yeah i mean over the two yeah it was 77 on the whole the whole weekend but 
you know, I, I just, I, you really, it's like, I feel like it's, once you just let yourself enjoy it, that's when things get really scary. You know, like, I feel like I always, yeah, that's true. One time, I mean, I, I always view that, view it as like an amusement ride. Like as soon as the money's done, mm-hmm. you just hop off the ride, you know? You're right. I mean, and there, I got to There's s- nothing better than a crap hit though. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest, maybe I'm biased now, but, but yeah, that whole, that first night with, uh. We kind of did the two nights, which was cool. There wasn't really much else to do in Blackhawk, to be honest. But yeah, I, I thought, thought it was a good trip. Both nights were I loved fun. The hike in the morning. I loved Ian Kyle. I loved watching you and Ian Kyle just like kind of whispering sweet nothings into each other's ear at the craps table. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I think it was nice to have a little bit more space. I feel like we weren't bumping into each other. I think that was some. You know, it's going to be tough to go back to a smaller location after that. You know. Yeah. Did you want to talk about? I I thought I would give it like. It's one of the better ones we've had for sure. I know we're fairly new, maybe five or six destinations, but um, it's up there. I agree. I mean, I think it was. I would definitely do another cabin, cabin feel. I would too. In like Tennessee or or you know Alaska would be sick. I agree with you on the cabin side. I think like cabins. I I loved the Friday morning hike. I thought that was great. Um. I think that there's a lot. I, yeah, I, I like the cabin. I think it really does vibe well with like what we want to get up to, um, and I thought it went well. The beach is great too. The beach the, is great too. I would do Cabo for ten years if we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, talk about that. You know, I'm kind of a fan. There have been. I'm again, like we're gonna have to really decide because I know Ian Kyle has a wedding on Labor Day that he can't miss. Um, so we're really gonna. Okay. I'm really kind of a fan of like the alternative draft format so you know we've kind of done the same format for a few years now and you know there's i've heard going on a cruise has been suggested i've heard um doing yeah. doing it where would the cruise be too though that's the thing i like, don't know like i a, mean honestly Jamaican island i don't think it matters like, honestly like i think because we're, we're it would be a pretty short cruise anyway you're talking three four days so um honestly i would do i would do an all-inclusive like stay place yep. uh, like in like cabo or something that would be you don't even have to leave the resort. It's just a little jungle gym, you know. Totally, that's another great idea. I, I'm definitely kind of getting like I, you know whoever wins, they get to decide. I well, that's the other thing too. I mean, we talked around Vegas as the ten year. Ian Imhoff came on this pod and was not a fan of Vegas. Didn't think it was that great. Yeah, what? he was. He was talking about it on Vegas. But we did just do like a gambling thing, so you know he does have a point in that. You know, you don't want to do too gambling. I think Vegas will definitely be eventually. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, eventually, like you said, we'll definitely get there. We do a yeah. I definitely yeah, think whoever, this is a I mean, league. What? So are we keeping it? Are we keeping it to the fact that whoever wins gets to pick the tenure? Then. Well, that's the thing. I or mean, are we are we putting it up to vote? We're gonna have to vote on this because I kind of thought we. I were... think I think whoever is the champion gets like six votes. Then, though. I mean, I, you got we gotta do something. You okay. Gotta figure that out. Yeah, I don't. We, yeah, this is something if a commissioner is probably going to have to guide us through. But you know, we we, and you know, maybe we just keep it straight. Like the the champion just picks it. I mean, I, the only reason we were kind of not having the champion pick is because it seemed like Vegas was kind of a unanimous decision. But if it's not unanimous, was it though? There was, I, well, that's what there I'm was saying. Like some whispers of it not. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. If it's not unanimous, then I don't. Then I think we probably just keep it. Yeah, well, maybe send send out some flyers. Like a league, league memos. Maybe uh, get everybody's top three locations and you know start making some data. 
Yeah. Hey, you know, we got a lot of competent people in this front office that can make that happen. But overall, great trip. Let me in, Coach. <laughs> oh boy, now you go. Uh, but yeah. Too desperate? Was that too desperate? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, but overall, great trip. Uh, you know, I missed. That was great. I I missed you guys already, and but you know, the the business was also done. You know, it's 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 business and it's pleasure, and we haven't gotten to the business yet of it. And uh, <laughs> you know, who was given the business business this last week? Were the what a segue. Were yeah. the Steelers? I know this is gonna make some people sick, but hey, got a great win against a a Bills team that you know, a lot of people had or Super Bowl contenders. So. Got to feel good yeah, to be Yeah, I mean, they were, they were really good, especially early on. I think as the game settled in, uh, you know, the Steelers did play really well. They played, they like, did. all three phases kind of thing. I agree. They got that huge punt block for a touchdown, which is, like, game-changing momentum when yep. that kind of play happens. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. They look good. I mean... season, uh, the players I would say I'm impressed with, just being a Steelers fan, is um, Cameron Sutton. Ooh, Okay. He's a cornerback. He uh, had a huge fourth down play, like tackled him in the backfield. They did like a halfback toss play. Okay. Um, and he like sniffed it out. It was a really good play, um, tackle for a loss. And then he had like a, a couple of huge pass deflections on third down. So he played really well. And then obviously T.J. Watt played really well. He's, I mean, I think he's going to be defensive player of the year. There's another spoiler alert. Um, oh, you know, and, and speaking of defensive ends, the other guy that I, so I watched a little bit, I couldn't watch as much as I wanted to, but the other guy, Melvin Ingram, coming off the other edge, looked great too. Yeah, we got a, we got a nice little trio, honestly. Yeah, I was thinking like, they kind of just. I kind of like, I, I kind of like the rotation. They, Alex Highsmith is actually kind of underrated. Yes. In my opinion. I mean. Because he filled in for Bud Dupree last year, and he was still pretty solid. He was a rookie though, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. If I he mean, takes the next step, he'll be really good. It, it just feels like the Steelers always just kind of, you know, they just, it's just next man up mentality. Guys. You know, and honestly, like Bud Dupree yeah. coming off that ACL, it's like, you know, I, I'm i not sure that they've even downgraded from Bud Dupree. And he was really good for the, he was really good for you guys. But I mean, I thought Ingram. He's fast as fuck. Yeah, he is. He's a specimen. But His we'll see. I mean, <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Go look up Bud Dupree's combine numbers. It's, it's pretty nasty. Um, but you know, he uh, not look good for the Titans this week. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, great squad. You know, I still think Big Ben is still, you know, from what I saw, again, I couldn't watch the whole game. I got about half of it, but he still scares me, yeah. man. I just, I, I, it's like, gosh, kid, I just, their offense like off just has this weird, like, dinky, dunky thing going on. He, he has, like, what I would say about him is his timing with his receivers is, like, that's what he's always been good at. Yes. So he has, like, play—I don't know how he, what he does, but he, I don't know. It's just kind of like a guy that's just like, I don't know, let me put my shoelaces on, and I'm going to go play football now. Like, that's really, like, what his persona's been his whole career. Yes. It's like, he's not working out in the offseason. <laughs> um, but this year, he looks a little slimmer. You know, he uh, changed his diet, apparently. So, I think, he, I think he sees, like, the lights at the end of the tunnel sort of thing, so he's cherishing a little bit more. But uh, I I still ride with him at a QB. Yeah, I mean, it, you where, know, where would you put him ranked in the AFC North as far as QBs went? Oh boy, Bill, you're really gonna yeah. put my feet I to really the fire hear here. I really I really want to hear it. Yeah, honest. <laughs> uh, off the cuff. 
you know, Bill, and I'm not trying to be hot takey here, <laughs> but he's he's number f- like right now. Like obviously, he's number, he's number four for me. Like if I'm like, I put him over Baker though. I put him over Baker. I still, I know Baker effed up if again. Baker had if Ben Big Ben had the Cleveland Browns team though, I think they would win. I think they would do better than they did. It's, he threw for 500 yards his last game. But. Yeah, but the problem is like. I get that, but Big Ben also hates play action, and that's like Stefanski's whole thing. It's like we're gonna run the shit he out of. Does, he doesn't hate play action. He just doesn't have a run game. That's yeah. Game. I don't. What are I you feel, talking about? You I feel just, like I've heard stories that they, he doesn't like turning his back on the defense. Like that's why he doesn't like play action because he always wants to stare at the field. You know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I I've seen a lot, I saw a lot of play action. They're they're doing a lot of. I hope they do. I think they, they need they a, to. They have a new um, offensive coordinator. I actually like him a lot. Um. um yeah, Matt Canada, yeah, he's right? A QB coach, Matt Canada. Yeah, he he uh, coached at LSU, and then he. I think he was with LSU with Burrow's first year. Did Burrow play two years at LSU? Uh, I don't believe so, but that would definitely be an Alex. Did he transfer question. in? And then. Yeah, he did. I thought I he was know. just a one-year transfer. I think. He might have been the year before Joe Burrow, but he coached at LSU right around that time. Yeah, um, but yeah, I like his offense a lot. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, has, he, he runs a lot of motion play actions and with the receivers coming across. Yeah, Honestly, I, I like Pat Fryerman too. I think he is kind of underrated. Yeah, I mean, I I'd be lying if I said I, I you know I part partially of my Najee selection was based on. Um, I did like no on Matt Canada. I like I liked what I had read about oh, him Canada. too. Like I think he is a creative play caller, so that's that's kind of my I guess. So yeah, I mean again, like I think it's gonna be an upgrade. I think we had the worst offensive coordinator in the league last year. Wow, like, that's a hot that's a hot take. He was <laughs> he was ass. Dude. It was like it was terrible. Honestly, I, I'm pretty sure at one point Big Ben was just like, no, I'm just gonna call the plays. <laughs> I and think you're like, right. It just like took over. Um, yeah, it was bad, but uh. He's definitely an upgrade from that, so I guess you can't hate on. Yeah, and the thing uh, is, defense it looks great. So the defense does look great. And like I would do want to preface like I Big Ben is my least favorite quarterback in the AFC North, but I actually still think he's like good enough to win you a Super Bowl at the same time. Like he's just like, you know, Drew. That's Bre- what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. He can throw the he's, his deep ball action is really good. Mm-hmm. And his timing is really good. Yeah, he's like Drew, like um, Drew Brees was one game, one play away. You know, if Jared Cook doesn't fucking fumble the football, they go to the Super Bowl, yeah, exactly. you know? So it's exactly. like you can it's win. It's a team game that way, yeah. Right, and you can win. If you have a quarterback, Drew Brees, Ben, who it's like maybe they're He's arms... experienced, too. That's, yeah, that's the biggest that's the part thing. about it, too. Like, yeah. In those moments, he's not going to flinch. Like, he's already been to those big moments before. Like, so true, yeah. He just needs a good team around him, you know? I feel That's like... what I'm saying. If he was on the Browns, he would definitely... I think he would have beat the Chiefs last year for sure. Yeah, I mean, I see your. I mean, the the Browns have a great roster. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, they got a great squad. You know, I have a lot invested in that team, so I'm hoping. What do you best. think of it? What do you think of the Monday night game last night? Oh boy! Did you Holy. watch that? First off, so this was my first time. Or not the Monday night Thursday night. I'm sorry. Oh Thursday or yeah Thursday Thursday. Uh, so this is my that was my first time enjoying football in the West Coast time zone, which was just delightful. But, um, I mean. What time did it end for you? Honestly, an incredible game. So, like, Leslie's out of town on a, at a work conference, so that's just me putzing around the house. So I was just doing laundry, making these little homemade balls that I make, and and <laughs> I was just 
like this it was like such a fun and a really well played game like i thought it was going to be a dumpster fire like one of those 13 to 9 games where everyone just kind of was a dumpster fire though but at the end it was like mistakes 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 yes and then uh but up to the, the end, Giants really should have won that game. Oh, I, certainly. I think the Giants got robbed like multiple times. Yeah, I mean the holding There's penalty was pass, terrible. That holding penalty. Yeah. And then that fucking offsides on the missed kick. Like what? You have one job. I mean, it's rough. It was a great You're game. You're right over the ball. I mean, it was absolutely brutal. And I remember they threw the flag, and I was like, "Gosh, this, this is actually going to happen." I do feel, I do feel for that guy, but it's like, dude, you have one job, and you're over the ball, like. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't think he's gonna play in the NFL again. I mean, I yeah, I that's. Think that, I think that was. I think that was it for him. Honestly, it's so rough. I mean, it was it was a brutal game. I mean, Daniel Jones. Someone said <laughs> you'll appreciate this. I saw on Twitter today. Someone called Daniel Jones the the white Aaron Brooks. Oh, vanilla. Did you see that? Vanilla Vip. Oh, I think the white Aaron Brooks is hilarious. He was the Saints quarterback all those years ago. And he he, <laughs> does, he really isn't like a great thrower, but man, he can but run. he runs the ball. He, he can, can run. He's like Forrest Gump, honestly. He it runs is. like Forrest Gump. It's <laughs> upright. Like, right, I'm dead, I'm dead. Uh, I think it's going to open things up for Saquon, which I'm excited about. Yeah, and I know we have a full Saquon. We have we won't get into that just yet because I. But we do have okay. we do have a full Saquon talking point here. But I know we kind of we were. Let's just let it. What? Yeah, go for it. I know we had before we get into the fantasy stuff. I know we had a few. We kind of wanted to make this the predictions pod. You know, it's early on yet. We can still stake oh, yeah. some futures bets out yeah, there. Um. So let's get into it. You know, I always feel like so we're gonna we're gonna hit the holy triumvirate here. So we're gonna do head co- head coach of the year, MVP, and defensive player of the year. So uh, really excited. You know, I, this head coach of the year. We'll start with head coach yeah. of the year because this is the one I find to be the most fascinating. That, that is like a. I think it's gonna be if I had to like this is my hot take. I just love them. The biting kneecaps, Detroit Lions. Oh my, Dan Campbell. Oh, dude, I mean, just um, burn your. I think mind. he's got a great. I think he's got a great staff around him. I think he's <laughs> going to surprise people. Is why he's going to be defensive player, uh, coach of the year, like offensive or whatever this. Coach yeah, of the year. Coach of the year. Um, yeah. Usually, it goes to like a team where you don't see coming. Like last year with the Browns. Yeah. So that's why I'm. That's why I'm leaning towards them. But d- does that they mean? Got, uh, does that mean then that the Lions have to make the playoffs? Is that is that? Do you think that's yeah? Like, wow, yeah, I mean yeah. that is a blistering take. I, I mean, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I didn't really. Who who are you going go for? So it's gotta be. It can't be like a coach that did well last year, right? I mean, it's not so, gonna be like Mike Tomlin. You're right. You're right. So there's a few. There's a few on my short list. Okay. So I'd Sean say McVay's and, and on that short list for me, I would say that we could do top three too. Yeah. I mean, so honestly, I was just gonna do one from the AFC and one from the NFC. So um, I'm gonna go for this. This one's gonna be. I, I've I've said him before. I like him. I like Brian Flores on the AFC side for the Dolphins. Um, for the Dolphins. Okay. Ooh. So let me look. Let me pull up like the the name. So I like the like I've been a Brian Flores fan for forever. Everyone who's listened to this pod knows that. Um, they squeaked one out against the Patriots. You know, I'm not a huge Tua fan. I think he's more of a game manager, and they kind of coach around him more than the Dolphins. But I also think they have a chance. I they like it's like you said. You have to pick a team that's like kind of coming out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean and, the Dolphins is a good pick. Maybe it wouldn't be Bill Belichick, but I think the no. Patriots might do well. 
I agree. I think the Patriots will do well, but I think the Patriots would have to go fourteen and three for them to give him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Coach of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that like if the, if all the Dolphins have to do if they go like eleven and six, twelve and five, and win the win the AFC East, I could see them being in the running. You know, the only my my dark horse were the Chargers, but everyone's picking them, so I don't really. They're not, I like. I like. Yeah, but they did well last year too. So they like, did. If he wasn't gonna win it, then. Um, Are you talking about I the Dolphins? They did pretty well. Oh, you said the Chargers. Yeah, well, I just that, they were my second kind of dark horse I, one, but yeah, I mean, I just don't. Yeah, I guess I would be dark horse, but I don't see them winning it just because they did pretty well last year. They did, but I mean, yeah, I mean, they again. Like, like, what do you think about the Eagles head coach? What if what if he comes out? Because you know, Jalen Hurts kind of played well week one. So yeah, I. He, I got to say, I was scared off by Nick Sirianni is his name. And, and you know, like early on in the pod, I was in on Jalen. Do you ever remember his interview that went around? Oh, it was terrible. Just... Terrible. <laughs> and that's why I was oh, scared like, off by him. I Yeah, it's so funny. You know, but he... Um... Like, let's think he equal do good. I remember <laughs> what, what it was. It was brutal. And, but, I mean, the Eagles played their asses off and you have that and it's they like, did maybe they want to play with him you know yeah. maybe they want to play for him and Jalen Hurts is a, like I do like I said it on the pod he's great intangibles like the guy is a leader natural leader um, and they're scary man I mean they're you know I I that obviously I mean, honestly I really loved about week one all the uh, college QB college receiver connections because if you think about it there's like three big ones we got Burrow Jamar Chase yep we got Tua and Jalen Waddle. Yep. And we got Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith, and they all play with each other in college. Yeah, I mean, it helps that Alabama is just like a factory, so they just like shoot out elite talents at all times. Something I did, something I did like two days ago, is there's like these little questionnaires, like little trivia questions, um, and it just showed you the offense, but it only showed you the college they played in. So it was like a oh. It was like left tackle. Left guard, center. It went through all the, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I all the starting it. positions, and it only gave you their college symbol, and you had to guess what team it was. God, Joe Lisher would crush so that. that. It was hard, man. You'd think that would be like Alabama, Ohio State, and all of them, but there's, it's, it's actually like some colleges that you've never even heard of before. A lot. I could totally see that. I mean, it, at least that, for me. That, yeah, that would. That's a Joe great, Lisher would kill that. Though. He would love that. You should put that in the group me that link to it. Yeah, for sure. I'll send it send your way. People will love that. But yeah, I mean, on the NFC side, my guy was Cliff Kingsbury. Um, and this could be a week one overreaction, but the Cardinals looked really effing good. And their defense looked... I mean, again, I watched the Cardinals game because yeah. I had Julio. And my God, I mean, J.J. Watt looked great. Isaiah Simmons looked... I mean, their defense was just swarming. Chandler Jones was just having his way with yes. Taylor Wine. He was just like a little play thing. That was... Yeah. And, and Kyler was doing his classic just like Super Mario Did you know Chandler, out there. Do you, do you follow UFC at all? UFC, like the ultimate fighting? Yeah, like the fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A you little know, bit. You know John Bones? Do you know John Bones Jones? Yeah, yeah. You know him? Yep. He's brothers with Chandler Jones. Yes, I did know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is like, their their whole fucking family is just athletic freaks. I mean, John Jones is a, is yeah, a terror. He had five yeah. sacks in the game in week one, which is insane. I mean, yeah, it was it was a blow. So maybe he's defensive the player of the year. If he keeps that up, like. Yeah, tough to, yeah, I mean, tough to uh, argue with him. But yeah, 
I mean, those are my two. I, I like, again, I, you know, it's, it's always hard to say, but if I, like, I picked one from the NFC and AFC. Is there anyone else, uh, anyone else I'm missing here? You think? As far as, as far as what? Yep. Or coach of the year. Any other guys you like? Coach of the year? Um, not really, you know. I, yeah. Yeah, it's usually a crapshoot. Yeah. Maybe, maybe NFC-wise, the 49ers, but. I guess they had a bad year last year, but that was pretty much only because of the injury. Like Kyle Shanahan could turn it around, you know what I mean? Yep, I agree. I mean, I he he's right. That's not a bad one for just the bounce back. Although, I don't know, man. The 49ers, there's been some odd stuff that I'm not a fan of. I I, That's, I, I would agree. But I'm married. I'm married to the backfield now, so I'm just gonna talk. Yeah. <laughs> and then make sure like everything's fine. <laughs> everything's okay. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, well, I, I know we're... But yeah, I, the, brand, the whole Brandon Ayo thing and... Sermon's weird, and yeah, I don't I, I don't love that they gave Mostert an extension when he's like glass skin and paper bones, so I, I yeah, I don't know. Some weird stuff going on in the 49ers world, but uh, I do want to get to MVP and Defensive Player of the Year as well here, so... For sure, yeah, we... I, we just talked a lot. So we can't say Aaron Donald. I feel like that's like a the easiest selection outside of Aaron Donald. I honestly think Aaron Donald winning it four times would be more impressive. Like that's harder to do because I don't think anyone's ever won it more than three times. Yeah. So, it's from, But he's also just such a freak of a talent. That uh, would be sick. Honestly, I'm kind of rooting for that because it would be the first time someone's done it. But I think uh, TJ Watt, obviously for me. Yep, you're right. Player of the year. I mean, he's right in he's there. He's been second two years in a row. He's he's on the he's in the conversation. Oh, I, certainly. I my hometown guy. I mean, TJ Watt is been is is great, and there's like, and I completely agree that like after watching the Buffalo game, he was actually my selection too. Um, he would be the guy I put my money on just because I think the Steelers. I just like this. The Steelers just have this vibe that, that people are talking bad about them. And I think the Ravens are weak this year, unfortunately. And I think that, like, I think the Browns are still the Browns. And I could totally see the Steelers winning the AFC North behind a good defense and a decent run game. <laughs> like, I think the narrative is, like, they, they have a— I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. This sure. is how I see it. I just see, like, there's this world where it's like, you know, you have the seasoned veteran quarterback who doesn't lose you games. You have an elite defense, and you have a good run game. And that just feels like they could just win the AFC North. Yeah, I mean, what did you think about their run game week one? Obviously, not Najee great. Kinda... It didn't look great, admittedly. But I still, I just Najee was on the field 100 percent of the snaps. Did you see that? Oh yeah, I saw that. Up? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> I mean, they're just gonna run his ass into the ground, and that's why I think that eventually it's like I'm just betting like that Matt Canada just figures out the offensive line, and that's kind of the bet. It's like if he gets that figured out. That, that team wins the AFC North, in my mind. The defense looked great, you know. The defense is elite, yeah. Um, and that's Steelers football. So that would be my guess. You know, the only other guy, if you wanted to get a little wacky, was I like, like again. The, the Browns are going to be good. Like, they, they put up a, fight, a really good fight against the Chiefs. Yep. It's just Baker Mayfield lost him again. Yep, yeah. I mean, it was tough. It was tough by Baker, and he's done that twice now, and that's going to be the mo on Baker for a while. Like he, he can keep. You know, when you when it's obvious passing situations, and you're running the two minute drill, you know that's that's not Baker. I mean, if anybody's going to have the confidence to come back, though, it's probably him. Yep, you're right. A good thing for him. Um, um and the, but yeah, yeah, honestly, I, I wouldn't want him as QB though. 
Yeah, I feel it. I mean, you know, I, I, I like. I don't think like you. You just throw Baker to uh, Kirk Cousins. Like all these guys in my mind are just like game manager pluses. You know, they're a little bit better than game managers. You can't. You know, it's just like if you have a perfectly constructed team, you can be really good. Otherwise, it's it's pretty difficult. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was my defensive player of the year. And here, the one I have the least interest in, honestly, is MVP. Um, what are yeah. your thoughts on that? I like. I, I is there anyone? I had one guy that I. Um, I have one that I I'd think, say Russell Wilson. I, do you want to do an NFC AFC again? Or? Yeah, I can. Um, I'll say Russell Wilson is always in the conversation. Yep. He, he's a good pick. Um, you know, Brett, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Looked terrible week one. Terrible. Which, I don't know if that's ever talked. Yeah, I don't know if he's just trolling. He'll definitely try. He'll get it together. You know, it's too early to sell him out, but he looked terrible. He will, but my again, I watched a little bit of that game. They the body language was weird, and and Aaron raised such a shitstorm. And I don't know, man. I. It, this just could. This Lions game this week, the the Packers play the Lions on Monday night, will be absolutely mm. illustrative of where. Because part of me is like, the Lions were are kind of frisky. I think you are right that that <laughs> the kneecaps I mean, Dan, guy. Dan Campbell. Dan, Dan Campbell's gonna get him ready. Yeah, but, he's gonna get him hyped. And you just have like, I think you have to account for like, if the Lions come out and they're like, f the Packers, and the Packers just have this malaise. That's what like, I'm saying, though. Like the Lions' offensive line is really underrated. Yes, it's I a, think this is a great they're, point. They're like a top top five on offensive line, and you win at the line of scrimmage. So I think it's a great point. And the thing is, too, is like the Lions can totally. And they have two really good running backs, Jamal Williams and Darren yeah. Smith. Look great. Both, yeah. And the thing is, is like they can run the ball. Like they can play a ball control game. Like Jared Goff loves throwing the ball. He can manage. Yeah, he, can, yes. he can manage the game though. He's yes. like that, exactly. That tier. So it's like here's like you just see this world where it's like the Lions get the ball. Maybe they go on an eight minute drive, kick a field goal. Maybe there's a weird turnover, and the next thing you know, it's like 10-0 Lions, and it's like, holy shit, you know? Like, So, you know, I'm not saying that's a certainty, but um, that's why, like, I just don't have any faith in Aaron Rodgers. My, on the NFC side, you know, I I got to be honest with you. I hate, I can't believe I'm saying this, but gosh dang it, I, Stafford looked really good, man. And that, they waxed the Bears. And I know the Bears I probably— I was going to say that, too. I know they the, had the highest uh, QBR. I mean, dude, it's like kind of cool to watch like that offense now with some verticality. It's, I mean, it was tough to watch. I mean, he's always been solid though. He has. Honestly, maybe a dark horse. I don't know. Kyle Murray looks great. He, he was my AFC he's pick. A... Yeah. Okay. He was. You know. I mean, uh, oh, he is. He sorry, he's in the NFC, but I. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can count out Josh Allen though. He was my AFC. He still, yeah. looked, he still looked pretty good against a really good defense. I mean, I agree. I think Josh Allen's going to be in cool. there. Especially because, like, Josh Allen's the guy where they're just going to build their. I mean, they're going to throw the ball 50 times every game, you know? And then he's going to get some yeah. rushing stuff. I mean, we'll see. It'll, mm-hmm. be a, it'll be a really interesting year for. Uh, uh, is there anyone else? I any? I don't really think there's. I mean, anyone else? I, I mean, I, there's no, no non-quarterbacks that you can think of. Maybe like discussing. a Jameis Winston dark horse. Oh, he's you're a, a sick puppy. For five touchdowns. You're a <laughs> sick puppy. Yeah, I saw his stat line. It was like 127 passing yards for five touchdowns. I mean, he... everything <laughs> stat line like that. That's so. It's so did you see Drew Brees? Like he led with like. Well, I guess I, I love did. that. Yeah, I did too. That's what, what a... they were missing. I love that too. 
Um, so he's like a down-to-earth guy. Yeah. That was awesome to see. It yeah. was great. I mean, that's just a classic Midwest Purdue quarterback comment. Love it. <laughs> um, well, there we go. So those are our predictions. Take them for what I'm worth. If anyone's trying to make money, I, I would bet what I say and not what Bill does, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, cool. Well, you know, we are uh, skipping along here. We got to get into fantasy talk. We did the NFL. We can, we can, you know, we can get into the real, the real shit of it here. Um, a lot of things to discuss. I think the first thing that where I want to start this is you were the high scorer, my man. I love it. I love you come out. You get last last year, and you come out week one and say blazing oh, guns blazing. I just ready that to go. So I think the the four worst teams got the high scores, right? Because we all played. Oh wow! There we go. I didn't notice that. So that's Is that a true? Fun fact. Wow! You gotta love the from bottom to top. Fact check me on that. Um, a tough beat for. I think you're right though, because I know both Gertz's. Because Alex had a great score and he still lost, unfortunately. I know you were high score. Yeah, Chris Gertz Chris was three. Yeah, yeah. Fez scored one forty-six. Yeah, there it is. Holy cow! You're so what totally. Are you, what, are your on, uh, what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on your score? <laughs> So uh, seventy four point eight. I mean that's you know, I'm if you looked that's at a tough, tough first game. It was tough. If you look at my stats, I'm one in three in the past four years in week one. You know, I don't play very well week one. Oh, okay. I, you know, I'm kind of a you gotta start out slow. A easy. Yeah, I kinda think of it as like I'm the guy it's kinda like in Catan where I just buy like three D cards and I have no roads <laughs> and no settlements and no cities, but then next thing you know I play my Monopoly then my longest, my road builder, and oh, now okay. it's like, you know what you I'm saying? The, you love the uh, Catan. I do. I live for Catan references. But, um, that's where I'm at. But yeah, it's it's discouraging. But, you know, it's not discouraging. Your high score, I, I you know, I got it. I'll assist you in any rosturbation. Consider me your lube. Uh, <laughs> your team looks great. You just, just, just want me to start from... I mean, your team looks great. We, we can go with wherever you want to take this. I mean, it's just it's. I'm looking at him right now. I the, mean, you got to you got to start with the first overall pick, right? Yeah, McCaffrey, who's just like your, you know, he's um, your white knight. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gronkowski. If he goes down, I will be in trouble. But is a great is a great pickup. I I mean, he looked incredible. He scored the most points last. He scored the most points last week, and he didn't score a touchdown. Like it's it's not. Wait, Gronkowski. You mean McCaffrey? You mean McCaffrey? Not McCaffrey did. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah. the most running back. He had the most points for a running back, and he didn't score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean the dudes. I mean, did you look at that. <laughs> he's a freak. He's great. <laughs> it's so stupid. He just gets so much volume. It's insane. And then he looked great. He still had that like just elusiveness and that agility. I mean, wow. Yeah, he's just fun to watch. And I mean, Chris Gertz literally became a Panthers fan because of his play. So seriously. Yeah. Um. Do you know his? Do you know this is a little trivia fact. Do you know who his dad is? Yeah, Ed McCaffrey, the right Christian, right? Ed like, McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, the wide receiver. So yeah, Ed McCaffrey was a wide receiver of the Broncos. Yeah, he was also great. In like the nineties, he, he won Super Bowls with the Broncos. In the 90s, yeah, like two or three of them. Yeah, Christian's brother actually he was a quarterback for I think like Nebraska, and he kind of sucks. And then he's and then he, I think he, I think he transferred. But yeah, I mean Christian does not his suck. Dad was sick. Yeah, his and dad was nice. yeah, he's incredible. He's like six five too, though. Yeah, it's there. I mean, you know, if you come from that, yeah, it's it's a nice gene pool to be coming out of. And and McCaffrey looks, I mean, he looks great. But then again, Gronkowski, man, holy cow, he looked incredible. Yeah, he kind of came out of it. He, looked, he turned back the clock, honestly. Seriously, 
might be for like the check of my team this year was getting chemistry between the wide receiver and QB, like whoever has the most chemistry. And yep. Gronk and Brady. They have chemistry. I mean, they've been Super Bowls. I mean, they've they're Super Bowl winning they duo. Just, like, read, they just like yeah, exactly. They just read each other well. Like t- Brady's the type of quarterback he's just gonna take what you give him. So you know. Yes. Gronk and Brady are always on the same page. But I, he obviously didn't. I didn't expect him to do so well. Yeah, I mean, he, but he, it wasn't just him doing well. He just looked like, you know, Patriots-era, like, prime. I mean, he looked great. Yeah. And then... Good. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the squad's looking really good. You know, you got the Steelers' yeah, D2. Yeah, all my receivers scored double-digit points. I thought about that, too. That's a nice thing to have in your pocket. Yep. And... The receivers are really deep. Yeah, you've got great receivers. I, I mean, it's it's no joke there. You, uh... uh a lot of keepers, too. I mean, it's a solid team, Bill. I, there's no bullshit about it. I, I wanted to get your take on this. Were you for keepers or against keepers? I was for keepers, yeah. Okay, good. There was like a little yeah, like shout-off in the group about that. Yeah, keepers are great. I don't know why people are against them. I, they, were, they were really hating on it. I think it was like, led, who was that led by, Ian? Uh, I, think, I think it was a question by Chris Gertz. Honestly, I can't remember. Um, yeah, I mean, I think keepers, it's way too early to tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I, mean, I think it's, I, I can already, I already think it's great. But I mean, yeah, Bill, it's a solid squad and, you know, it's, there's just no holes in it. I, I there's, it's just a really solid squad and you should be proud. We gotta of stay team. healthy, you know? I mean, everyone does. We that's the name of the game. Uh, uh, but yeah. Great squad. I mean, it's a great squad. And, you know, I think it's, it's good that you've come out hot in, you know the the one thing I will say is that you know we have a we have our own little bet going on too. We have the Zeke versus Saquon, oh, um, yeah. so we have our own little competition outside of our squads. I just want to hear I just want to hear your initial thought on how like Saquon how he looks and versus Zeke and how he looks. So who oh boy, this is you know. <laughs> We kind of are both playing in the mud a little bit. I I gotta be honest though. I thought it was. I thought it would be that way. Saquon, it, I obviously I'm on the Zeke side of the bet, so I would. I make sense. I have this you lens. But yeah, man, dude, Saquon just it, like I, he just again he still tries to hit the home run. It feels like every play, and he feels like you know one of every two runs he gets hit in the backfield. I mean. It's rough, man. And then they have, offensive line is great. It's really what's holding them back. It is. Like an elite offensive line. It's tough, and it I be, it would be a problem. <laughs> and I think it's just hard because Daniel Jones. I mean, I think Daniel Jones has more rush yards than Saquon the past two games. I think I think that's gonna help open things up for Saquon though. Hopefully, for me, how I'm looking at it is he hasn't played in two years. He's still trying to get his feet in the room. Like it's way too early to sell out Saquon just because he hasn't played in so long. You're right. Like what he had two, he had two seasons in the injuries. Like at the beginning of the year, each time. You're Which right. Isn't a good look. But he's lasted longer than he has in the past three years. <laughs> so you know, you know, you just gotta take one game at a time. Yeah, Keep your legs under you. My thing is, maybe I think Daniel Jones will open up some holes. I think you're right that like huh? a competent coach could open that up. Like I think the Giants should just go, like, just be the Ravens of the NFC and just be like, we're just going to run the shit out of the ball and we're just going to be a dual threat and, like... With Daniel Jones? Yeah, I mean, I don't... Did Daniel Jones, QB, the QB keeper, though, was lighting the, the uh, Redskins up? He, yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I just feel like if they, they, they could set it up a little bit better, but right now I think they're just too traditional in their play calling. And I mean, it's yeah. tough. But Zeke also, dude, looked washed. I mean, I thought he looks worse than Saquon actually running the ball. I think he's just in a better <laughs> like situation. And he's, he's just like a better pass blocker. Yeah, and I think that he's like, a, he is an elite pass blocker though. I would, like his his chips on shit. Have you have you ever seen those highlights? No. Of him? He uh, he probably does it better than anybody else, which is <laughs> it is something. It's not sexy. It's not good for fantasy. But right, but you're right. It just speaks you know, to him being a football a player. Yeah, I just I think the problem is like. Man, dude. Here's the other thing, too. Like, it, uh, the Giants don't really have any... Con- I mean, Wayne Gallman isn't striking the fear of God into anyone, but, like, Tony Pollard yeah. looked good. Like, he looked really explosive. I cannot believe Dan did not put a bid on Tony Pollard. That's inexcusable. I, didn't, I couldn't believe Did he not do that? No. I, I miss you, who got him. I did. Inexcusable man... What did he... What'd you, buy? What'd you get him for? I got him, like, for five bucks. Uh... But no one else, no one else put a bet on him, which I was amazed by. But I cannot believe Dan. That's just mismanagement. That? I mean, you, if you're Dan, uh, that's. I didn't even, I didn't see that, but you're right. I mean, that that's just. Well, that's like a free hand job. You, 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 you put down 10, 15 bucks at least. That's how I feel. Like I was just putting. I didn't think I'd get him. I just wanted to put five, just in case Dan didn't get him. Wasn't trying to be a cheapskate and get him with one or two or some shit. And. <laughs> I was like, then he was, then he was, then he was, then I got the player and I was like, what? (laughs) I I was amazed that Dan. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I mean, that's just bad. Honestly, for you, we should talk about, we're going to talk about fantasy players, the Jeff Wilson pick. Yes. We we got to segue to that. I love, you know, I mean, so here's my read on the the 49ers. Okay. I love having a vested interest in the 49ers back. I've said it before. It was on the pod. My thing the is backfield. that, yeah, my, my concern, how I think of the backfield is like <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is like, he's like at the Baskin Robbins and there's 31 flavors and he's just going to pick a flavor <laughs> a couple, you know, like there'll be, I guarantee there'll be a Jamal Hasty game. He'll get one game where he's the lead back. And then I still think <laughs> Trey Sermon, he's going to get, maybe like five games where he's the back and then Elliot Elijah Mitchell will get like five games yeah. and Jeff Wilson will get like two games and then there'll be like three games where he, he, just he likes to ride the hot hand so I think yes. as soon as like a running back doesn't do well he'll that's he'll the thing right. and that's kind of my thing where it's like like it's like you're sh- right about that I like and that's why I kind of like where it's like I'll just get Jeff Wilson for I mean, a dollar. I, I don't think Jamichael Hasty. The only reason he was on the field last game though is because he played special teams and Trey. So basically, what happened was Trey Sermon was the number two, and um, Elijah Missile is what they're calling him. Have you seen that? No. What are they calling him? Elijah Missile. Oh, that's great. Love that. You love nicknames too. Uh, if a guy has a nickname, you're all <laughs> I mean, on a nickname. I didn't come. I, I didn't come up with that. I just, I've just been hearing it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so Elijah Mitchell bumped him up in the depth chart last game. So Elijah Mitchell went to two, and Trey Sermon went to three. Um, but Hasty could play special teams, so that's why he got the nod. So as soon as Trey Sermon comes back, I think he's going to be the number two running back uh, until Jeff Wilson comes back. But I'm not worried about Jeff Wilson at all. You should so, be a little worried about Jeff Wilson. I, I I'm not. I don't. He's not a good player. Like he, you're right. He like picks the flavor of the one, but. I, I I went over his stat line. You should look up his career stats. And he, like, it's like 
He had one game with 180 yards, but he had 900 total career yards. He's been in the league for three years. Like, I mean, who he, are they playing? Who are who are they playing that week? We got 180. Were they shitty? Uh, I can't remember. Like, but here's my thing. Run defense must have been trash. I, the thing about Jeff Wilson that I really like, though, he's a hard runner. Just runs. He's a hard nosed runner. He's, yeah, he's like a hard nosed runner. But I think you're right. Like he he might steal a game for me, but it's like I don't really need you know. Yeah, I I mean I get you, but my thing is that he's like. I love to the so it is a good investment to make, but which is why I said it's like a, a video poker. Yeah, it's a video poker. Bet. You're right. I mean, Elliot Mitchell is, is like is you're playing craps, like you're you're putting big money on the t- obviously, and you yeah. have big payoffs. Like uh, uh, you know, my Jeff Wilson payout will never be as high as your Elliot Mitchell payout. Uh, yeah, because that's only a dollar. But yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. The reason I do like Jeff Wilson is because I Min- thought you picked up. I saw you picked up ETN too. Yeah, that's just. What's your take on him? I mean, I have no take. It's I don't like, really think he plays this. I he doesn't play the fantasy regular season. I yeah, think. I don't think he's going so, to either. But I had are a you free save him for the playoff? IR spot. I, I don't even think he's going to get in really. But it's like I have an IR spot. Maybe I get lucky. And... I, last I heard, he's going to be a four month yeah. recovery time, and and that's in January. So it's like fantasy wise, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's truly uh, just like I would that. probably pick up I would, if I were you. I'll give you some free fantasy advice because I know I'll just I'll just pay you back for all. Oh, thanks, the Phil. Fantasy advice, the fantasy advice you gave us earlier in the year before the preseason. I would started. love to hear your advice. Um, I probably would have spent an IR spot on Anthony McFarland because he's on IR right now and he's going to be out for four four to six weeks. Oh, interesting. But it's like a free it's a free handcuff for Najee. I I don't know I don't understand why you haven't done that yet. So that's is a, McFarland a little nugget? Is McFarland B for sure backup though? So in the preseason, what they were doing is they were having two set. They were doing a lot of two set backfields, like two running back sets. So Anthony McFarland was lining up in the slot a lot. Interesting. Um, See, I thought McFarland was like their third down. No, which is two tight ends. Yeah, exactly. But he he is gonna be like next in line. I mean, I mean, Benny Snell is like a short yardage guy. Kalen Balaj built the same way, short yardage. Um, honestly, but Kalen Balaj might even be better than Benny Snell. Back of Benny, um, fifty six dollars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think Anthony McFarland is definitely the next in line. In that back, he's gonna get work regardless when he comes back. Was okay. what I'm saying. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter if. I know Najee's getting 100% all the time. I don't think that's going to be the case when Anthony Mifara comes back. That's what I'm saying. Ah, gotcha. Okay, interesting. Well, thank you for so, the free I advice, mean, Bill. A little, little nugget, a little nugget. I'll pre- you know what? If you, I believe in karma, Bill, and you, you might have just won yourself some, some good, some good <laughs> love there, you know? Yeah, so that's... <laughs> before, this pod, before you put this pod on, on the airwaves, you might want to go make that move. So, so no one, no one else uh, takes it from you. That's a good but, idea. Uh, yeah, I think I am gonna go make that move. <laughs> um, well, you know, I I appreciate that, Bill, and you know, I think you know, I think that gets us right into you know, you're helping me out here. We're, this is the predictions pod. Who do you think's gonna finish last? Who who's who don't you mm. like here? Oh. I mean, Dan's, Dan's team. Oh, boy. Dan. 
did. <laughs> Damn. He didn't play well. He honestly, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Zeke, those are like his big workhorse guys, and they shit to bed. So it's like when that happens, you know, you hate to see it. I think he'll he'll play better than he did week one. Obviously, I don't think he'll go through the team. Ian Kyle's team. Who's got Gekler Gaskin? So let's go. Mike Kosecki got zero points last week. That's. Yeah. Did he get hurt? Did he get hurt? What no, I think he this the Gasecki's in a weird little system. I don't know. Again, it's just like the Dolphins and throwing. I don't really know what's going on. I mean, Dan's team. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's some stuff to like, though. You know, like, you know, DeAndre yeah, Hopkins yeah. is still nice. It, I mean, still nice. I would say it's either him or Ian Cow. Ian Cow's team didn't do well, but let's just talk about a score. Let's look at just the teams too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think Spears' team might be in trouble. I, if, if I, goes down, Spears was going to be mine. Be Spears is in rough <laughs> shape here, dude. I mean, it's it's like they ain't nice. <laughs> they, I love his team name though. He does have the best team name. It is great, but I mean, dude, he has. I mean, Mostert's gone. Le'Veon Bell's not really. I mean, his running backs, it's dire. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really dire. Like, it's just like it's, it's rough, it's dude. Brilliant. I mean, it truly is. Singletary, who's like, I, I mean, you don't want really anything. And then DeAndre Swift with a groin issue already is just, that's disaster. I mean, he could literally be starting Devin Singletary and AJ Dillon in, by week three, unless he picks someone up. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's really, it's dark. Yeah, it's it's a dark, dark world. I'm surprised he didn't bet on Tony Pollard. Honestly, like you gotta start getting some running, some someone. Yeah, you gotta start taking some pulls at the slot machine. I mean, you know, I think the Spears was my guess right now. I mean, he he's been a great. (laughs) He's been in the semis three years in a row, so the guy knows how to put it together. But he's got to put it together. I mean, you can't. Yeah, he's got to get something going on. Um, I think. What, what about giving up Tyreek? I don't think that's a out of the picture. I mean, he's. Little... I mean, yeah, the Tyreek Calvin Ridley stack. I mean, he can get a lot back for that, you know, and that's something he he's. Yeah. Like, you know. He can really start to like. I mean, he could really. There's if I if I was Spears, I'd be really eyeing Tom. I'd be really eyeing Tom yeah. here. There's some real moves um, he Tom can Kirsten. make here. Um, I'm Damian still, Harris looks pretty. That's what I was going to say. I'm still really high on Damian Harris. And, you know, maybe there's like a Calvin Ridley, Logan Thomas for Waller Harris thing. You know, it's not, you know, we could get a little interesting Ooh. there. Just something to consider. You know, I'm just spitting. Who, who doesn't have good receivers, though, is what I would say. That's really where you would need I to, mean, most people have to. pretty solid receivers, It's you know, especially at this stage. The one guy, I mean, I think Joe's wide receivers with Met, I mean, Galladay ugh, could be tough. I mean, he, he was. <laughs> did you see him yelling at Daniel Jones? He was literally scolding I, I think, him. I think he was yelling before Daniel Jones sat down, though, is what I saw. Oh, is that right? It looked he like was, he was, he was yelling. Yeah, he was him. already yelling. He was already yelling and then entered. Like Daniel Jones came up and walked up and then sat down on the bench. Mm. So it looked like he was yelling at him, but Ooh, that's um, good. I think he was just—I think he was just pissed off at everyone. He was more like trying to get the team riled up. Yeah, I mean, regardless, Sterling Shepard. Like honestly, honestly, it didn't look like anybody else wanted to win the game. Yeah, it wasn't a great look. But yeah, Joe's. Like there was, 
Daniel Jones was trying his fucking heart out, and then fucking, you know, he jumps offside. Yeah. <sighs> And then his receiver dropped that ball, like dive. Oh, yes. And what that was, uh, fucking Slayton. Yeah. Oh, that was brutal. But yeah, I mean, Uh, it's concerning if you're Galladay. Like, I I would not want to have steak in Galladay, but we'll see. I mean, that's that's not a bad selection here. Um, do you have any other fantasy advice? I I, I came up with a new segment, so we can get to that. But do you have any other fantasy fantasy advice? I'll just maybe like a league wide. Fantasy advice, just mm-hmm. for everyone who's still watching uh, and listening. Uh, so when I went to bed that night, <laughs> when I made that when I made that faithful bet uh, for a hundred dollars, I I kind of went all in, but I kept. So I'm from St. Louis. When I was driving, I saw a billboard. It was a advertisement for a casino, and it said, "You can't win big by playing small." So basically. That night when I would, when I made that bet, I just kept repeating it to myself, like you know, you just gotta go out there and uh, you gotta try to win the ring. So yeah, that's the only advice I would, I would give to Lee. You can't, you can't win big by playing small. So wow. Well, there you go. And I mean, Bill, there you, go. <laughs> you are certainly not playing small. So yeah, I, I mean, hey, you know what? You're right. I. Uh, Take that advice to uh, let you guys do what you want with it. You had a great – it appears to be serving you well right now. So uh, keep it up, my dude. Uh, well, great. Well, I got a new – like I said, I got a new little uh, thing. We haven't done this little before. Segment. Little segment. A little segment. I like it. I like it. Um, so let's get into it. a good idea. The name of the segment is Who Made That Trade? So I was going – Who? Who made that trade? Who made that trade? Okay, so... Who made that trade? We have a few... I'll tell you the year this trade was made. Okay. And then I want you to guess the two coaches involved and... How did you find this information? Did you, like, go in the history? Oh, yeah, I went in the history. Yep. Yep. We do need to get that data if we're going to switch over to a different league. We need to get that to store that somewhere. Bennett has confirmed that we can do that, so... I have two trades for you here. I think we, yeah, okay. We, we, so we have this first trade. Who made that trade? So 2019. Who did? This trade, Who made that trade involved four players. Okay. Emmanuel Sanders and Le'Veon Bell were traded okay. for Ezekiel Elliott and Alshon Jeffrey. So I want you to name me uh, the owners. Who? What year was it? This was 2019, and I also want you to guess who you think we can measure who won this trade. Who actually, if you monitored this trade, who won it? So I want you to guess who won it and who was involved. Mm, so 20. Can you tell me anything else about it? Or is it just it was 2019 with those players? 2019 with those players. That's all I can tell you. Do you have Do you have the week it happened? <laughs> I do have the week it happened. The country. The country origin. <laughs> The week it happened, it was week three of so it was early on. Early on. It was going in so it was the oh, Saturday sure. before the third week so of Who games. would have Zeke then? It'd probably be like Tom. Honestly. Cause Tom used to have Zeke a lot. Sort of my head that. Um so I'm thinking Tom had Zeke and he traded it to Who the fuck had Le'Veon Bell in twenty nineteen? Was it me? I had Le'Veon Bell at his breakout year, but I think that was twenty eighteen. 
2019. Okay, so it would have been um, Bowers? Is that your final guess? Hold on. I'm trying to think if... So last year was 2020. Yes, that's correct. 2019 was James Conner's breakout year. So Le'Veon Bell would have had to have been in Bowers. Bowers and Tom. <laughs> in, the ca- in, in the kitchen with the knife? So 2018, 2018 was Le'Veon's best year. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So I'm just trying to think who had him each year. 2019 was when James Conner, 2019 is when Le'Veon Bell sat out the entire year. Or was it? He was on the Jets then. In 2019, he was on the Jets. Oh, because he played with the Jets for two years. Okay, hold on. He, I so on can't. I want to say Gert. I want to say Gert's had him. Is that your final answer? Gertz and Tom. I'm, I'm just going to go through that. I'm taking too long on this. Yeah. No, you're fine. Do, who do you think won this trade quantitatively? Who do you think got the better end of this trade? Uh, like Whoever got Zeke. Whoever got Zeke. Wow, Bill. Well done. You nailed it. That is correct. <laughs> what? You did it. It was Gertz and Tom, wow. 2019. Quantitatively, so Zeke and Jeffrey were responsible for 296 fantasy points from that week forward. I can't believe I just got that. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this fantasy god spoke to you, Bill. It's impressive. Oh, boy. Okay, yeah. I mean, I really dug deep there. You, 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 I walked you through the thought process and everything. I mean... It's very impressive. And Emmanuel Sanders and Le'Veon Bell had 248. So it was about a 50-point uh, deficit for Tom there. So okay. not his mm-hmm. best trade. We'll go yeah, to about, we got another why, one. That's why I made the meme. <laughs> another, another, who made that trade? Coming up. Um, this one's a little bit more complex, so dig in here. This trade was made before oh the week eight. So it was made right in the middle of the season. Playoff push coming right before the week eight slate of games, also in 2019. Okay. So these players traded were Melvin Gordon, LaShawn McCoy, and Robert Woods. Okay, what a name. Were traded for Le'Veon Bell, Golden Tate, and Tony Pollard. Damn, dude. This is a hard segment. It is. <laughs> so, what? Um, hmm. so, you said Golden Tate? Yes. Tony Pollard and who? And Le'Veon Bell were traded. In 2019? This is 2019. Le'Veon Bell, Golden Tate, Tony Pollard. <laughs> Was Le'Veon Bell just a little placing? Everyone just passed around. What? Everyone was getting a spit on the bottle with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, Hmm. So, am I tracking? Am I tracking Le'Veon Go. Bell trades right? Who had uh, Le'Veon Bell? It would have been Tom. I don't know. Le'Veon. I want to say like Tom and Chris or something. <laughs> something like that. Uh, through my head, that who had Golden Tate? Because I know Chris loves Golden Tate. Uh, so well, Tom. So the. What do you mean? Like, who had Golden Tate? Like, what side of the trade he was on? Is that what you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Like, the other players in the trade. Yeah, so it was Le'Veon Bell, Golden Tate, and Tony Pollard were on one side. And then Melvin Gordon, Sean McCoy, and Robert Woods were on the other side. That's a Tom... That's another Tom trade, probably, huh? He's a Robert Woods guy. 
He was more of a Cooper Cup guy. He loves Cooper Cup. Got him this year, I think, doesn't he? Uh, I think he does. Yeah, yeah he, he does. He's been, he's been having him a lot. He loves him. Uh, Tom's really loyal to his fantasy players. Uh, yeah, I want to say... I want to say Chris is one of them. I don't know who he traded with, though. But this... <laughs> this is so hard. Maybe... Maybe... Um, Tom and Chris. So I'll say. Final answer. Final answer. Okay. Well, who do you think won this trade too? Before, like, just quantitatively. So whoever didn't get Le'Veon. <laughs> whoever didn't get Le'Veon. Passed around. Whoever didn't get Le'Veon. Whoever did or didn't get Le'Veon. Whoever was giving up Le'Veon to get something that year lost the trade. You're saying. Yes. 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 Yeah. So whoever traded him away. Okay. So you one were one out of three. So Tom was involved in this trade. He did trade away Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Was it Coach? He traded away another Alex Gertz trade five weeks later. He, they, Alex Gertz went back to the Tom Honey Hole and traded with him again. <laughs> just incredible. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Gertz was just, just going to that well. So he made that trade. Now, quantitatively so speaking. Tom? Yeah. Tom. Who, who was in the trade? Tom and who? Gertz? Gertz. Chris, Alex Gertz. Alex Gertz. He did it twice. Oh, okay. The wrong Gertz. Okay. But, so quantitatively, Gertz <laughs> did lose this trade, so he gave up 253 points. He just traded all the Tom. Tommy and Alex just traded picks. All yeah, they were just trading. They were just... They, 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 were just, they just did a little Gucci doop, and <laughs> Gertz ended up having better play. <laughs> for free. For nothing. So, I will, in Sorry, Tom's Tom. defense yeah. here... He so he Gertz gave up two hundred and fifty three points and Tom gave up two hundred and seventeen from week eight forward. So technically okay, so it, was it was pretty close. Pretty close. Now close. now Gertz did get Tony what Pollard because he had Zeke, yeah, so he points, so he needed that handcuff. So it's kinda like, you know, if you remove um yeah, so it's like that that had a little bit more value for Gertz than like his actual numbers output, but yeah, just amazing. Yeah. Gertz and Gertz and Tom were just like just having their own little play date with their players. It's kind of cute. Um, so that concludes who made that trade. So there you go, Bill. Trade. You did really well. Four out of five out of six out of who made that trade is is remarkable. You really just a steel trap, you know. I mean, <laughs> you really. That's why you. That's why you're a two time champ, you know, because you can pull all that <laughs> stuff like that. Um. Well, great. Well, that you got to keep your ear close to the ground, you know. Yeah, I mean, hey, I get that. You know, you never know what piece of information will, will propel you to a championship. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that concludes everything I had on the pod for you, my man. Is there anything you want? You already dispelled some great advice. Is there anything else you want to let the league know before I let you go on this wonderful Friday evening? Um. Yeah. Just everyone stay healthy. Obviously. Um gonna be a great year i'm it's excited to, to see what the league holds it's gonna be a lot of twists and turns but you know that's why we do this thing that's this sick twisted game we play um yeah i love sitting down talking with you buddy. yeah dude it was great chatting love love that we could catch up good luck to elijah mitchell we'll see how he does uh oh wait elijah missile right elijah missile elijah elijah missile was oh, beautiful <laughs> early uh early nicknames yeah well, great. Well, hey, man, it was great catching up. Good luck. What, are you going back to 2K? I know that's what you're doing before we hopped on. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe maybe, go check where the league's at. Do a little glance over. 
Yeah. Well, you know what, man? It's been great catching up. Have a great year. Stay healthy, and we'll talk soon, okay? Yep. See you, buddy. Much love. Peace.